Hi, my name is Jen. I'm a holistic nurse practitioner, and I'm here to tell you that your body can heal. I've healed eight different chronic and autoimmune conditions that had me bedridden sick with little hope for my future in my 20s. I've created this podcast to inspire you and give you the tools to heal your body, your mind, your heart, your spirit, and your life. This podcast is for patients, practitioners, and people who want to listen from the place where spirit and science meet. As we heal our body, we have a body that moves well, thinks well, loves well, and that is a body we want to be in for this life to carry out our soul's work. I'm so glad you're here tuning in with us. Now let's get to this week's episode. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Inspire Health by Jen podcast. I'm so excited to be here with you this week and talk about our spiritual gifts that come along with autoimmune disease. And again, thank you so much for tuning into this podcast. We are on our autoimmune disease series that is preceding the doors closing for the autoimmune healing symptomless community. So in this program, the doors close September 15th. This is the protocol, the methodology I've walked women through over the years to heal autoimmune disease, and it works. It's what helped heal me and hundreds of other women around the world. And now what's super exciting is I'm preparing this protocol for published research, and I'm inviting just 40 women only to be a part of this groundbreaking research together. So the title of the project in my research is literally the article, Changing the Medical Model for Women with Autoimmune Disease. And that's what we're doing. We are out here healing folks. So if you're looking for a community to hold you while you heal, private sessions with me, weekly guidance, in-person get-togethers, all the education and information you could handle, Zoom sessions and calls, and you're truly ready to heal your symptoms of autoimmune disease away for good, check out the show note links. And without further ado, so what do we have in store for you this week on the show? Oh, to be honest, I got to take a deep breath. This is going to be a really vulnerable episode with you guys. So many people call this energetic and these spiritual things I'm about to share and these supernatural encounters I've had as I began healing my autoimmune disease. Some call it spooky. I call it sacred because something began to happen to me energetically, spiritually, supernaturally as I began to heal my body. And it wasn't anything that I could ever have anticipated happening, asked for happening. And through the thick of it, I had no idea what was happening. And this happens to so many, not all, but so many of my clients who I think are ready and allowing of it, that I want to give you the heads up. So as you begin healing your body of autoimmune disease, you know, symptoms, you're listening to this podcast, you're in the symptomless program, or you're following bits and nuggets, and you're doing the best to put the pieces together so that you can heal too. Because again, I promise you, your body can. I want you to have this information. And I want you to know that if you are someone who suffers with autoimmune or chronic illness symptoms, it's not because your body is broken. You are suffering right now because one, your body and you and your soul, you you have not found energetic alignment quite yet, physical alignment quite yet, but you will, but you're suffering with symptoms and you are a candidate because you're probably like, what the heck? I live like way better than 90% of people I know. I'm eating well. I'm moving my body. I'm taking my supplements. I've done functional medicine programs. I'm still sick. But what I want to tell you, A, your body can heal. It will heal. So please find that alignment. 
and B, you have a highly, highly, highly attuned body when you're struggling with autoimmune or chronic illness. And we're going to talk about it. So the same mechanism about you that creates the perfect storm. Today, we're not going to go into, you know, the chronic viral infections, the nutrient deficiencies, the hormone imbalance, the trap trauma. We're not going to go into the three pillars of autoimmune disease. You can catch episodes before and after in this series for that information. We're going to talk all about the energetic and the spiritual because the body with autoimmune disease has like, if you imagine, okay, so most people with five, we have five senses that we, that we recognize. Everyone has a sixth sense, but it looks a little bit different. It's like you're living in a five sensory world, having a six, seven, eight, nine, ten sensory experience. And you have a body that talks to you and is your channel and is your truth teller that we're trying to silence. But when we actually realize that our body holds the answers and the evidence and the path to our healing, we can get in alignment. And your body is here as you heal your autoimmune disease to help you unlock those energetic and spiritual gifts. And oh my goodness. So through my journey, my intuition was leading me all along. And I didn't know what intuition was. I knew what the Holy Spirit was through my upbringing in church. And I, I understood that like God could talk to us, um, but I like didn't understand it would be in a way that was so relaxed and laid back. I thought it would only be when I was doing something wrong or like when there was something really big and important, but I had no idea. Like I was, I remember sitting with my shoebox of like, 18 different supplements. And I, I just started throw them away, Jen. And I'm like, uh, do you understand how expensive these were? Or like all these little different pieces that eventually I listened to. It took me a while. I had to fight it for a long time. Now when my intuition speaks, I've, I'm like refining it now. Like when I walk out the door and it's like, go grab your hat or go grab a pair of change of shoes or like something ridiculous that I'm like, I'm not going to need that. I always notice my ego mind come in right after and try to fight it. But now I've like, this has taken years. I'm like, I just listened to it and it's never failed me. But then I was always fighting it with logic and it just was speaking louder and louder and louder. And I remember just, just thinking, do what the experts say, Jen. I was in line at a doctor's office who was supposed to be helping me heal my conditions and it wasn't working. And I pulled out my, my Cabela's credit card to pay. And my hand was like shaking because it was this internal knowing of like, why are you here? Why do you keep signing up for these appointments? Like, why are you looking for something outside of yourself that you know, isn't working to save you? And inside of me, it was like, what are you doing? And even down to like eating more fruit and changing my diet. I remember there, it was such an internal struggle. Um, I remember making a fruit smoothie in the morning instead of fasting for, you know, like almost 20 hours a day instead of doing a keto diet. And I just was like shaky and nervous. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to eat this fruit. It's going to make me sick, fat, nearly dead. And, and actually that opposite happened. But there was this, this interplay happening. And you might feel that too along your healing journey. You feel like there's there's two different voices. Like there's a voice that tells you you can be healed and free and happy. And then there's something that tries to shut it down. And as I began to heal, so one, I was looking like way worse on the outside. My eczema collarbone in my head was like the worst it had ever been. But there was like the moment I, I stepped into alignment, I started my symptomless protocol on myself, not knowing what it was. It just was intuitively 
coming in against everything I had been told to do. Um, I, as soon as I started this, these therapies and this protocol that was, would be the thing to heal me. It was like a light switch turned on inside of me. And I remember telling my mom, she was so supportive and she's like, do you think, you know, we need to do something else. You, you need to go see someone else. I'm like, just give it time, mom. I'm like, there's something changing. And I started to feel lighter, happier, sleeping better. I started to have actually ideas of my future. And I was no longer just trying to get through the day and depending on another person to save me or make me happy or fix me or be my provider or be something that I needed to help myself. So this is where we get a little sacred, not spooky, right? I started seeing angels and Jesus in my dreams and in my meditations. And I'm going to talk about these experiences pretty in depth. And I was like, what in the world is going on? Or I would put on a meditation and be hearing or seeing ahead of time what the voice was saying. Like, I remember she's like, you're diving deep into the ocean and you find a treasure chest. This is actually what happened at the bottom. And I was like, okay, meditation voice, I'm already at the bottom of the ocean sitting by the treasure chest. Like I was like, how, how do I know what's about to come? I just, and you know, I grew up in, in a, a teaching in a way that was told and really all of us do in society. This isn't a reflection on my family because they're actually like super supportive and, and, um, into this themselves. But they, I was like, what is this that I'm following something that I've been told to stay away from like all of this kind of woo woo. It was dangerous. So I was told, but I followed it and I used my own discernment. There were teachers or things I would come across or books where I'm like, Ooh, that kind of makes me feel weird on the inside. And I was okay with allowing there not to be any one way, any one spiritual process, thought process. They're not to be like any one person that I would say they have the answers. And that's what really opened up things for me. So I was following it. I was following what was lighting me up. And I really wanted to learn about angels, synchronicities, energy, all of it. I remember I took a solo trip. Um, I like brand new business owner, had been sick for years, trying to get out of debt. I didn't have a lot of extra resources, but I took this solo trip to a cabin a few hours away. It cost me like a tank of gas. And I sound like a country song. It cost me a tank of gas and $99 to stay in the cabin. Like, so that's what I did. And I felt like when I was trying to get to know angels and get to know more about them, I felt like they were giving me all the signs to do this. Like they're just all the numbers and synchronicities. And I remember driving there and feeling like, I'm like, if I was crazy, I would think there were actually energetic angels in my car with me. And I just had to like slow down for a second and stop. And I'm like, what is happening? And my GPS like went off and wasn't giving me the right direction. So I'm kind of driving around lost for a second. And I ended up on angel road and I took the moment just to be like, whatever. And I got out of the car with my dogs and we just like walked over to the scenic overlook and just like had one of the most beautiful moments of my life. And I'm going to talk, I mean, there were some real life angel encounters and some encounters, um, with souls who have passed on that I'm going to get into. So stay tuned. If that's not your thing, then you can skip to the next episode. And so angels, synchronicities, energy, all of this was lighting me up. And I was also learning at the time more about my own power. Um, I was, and it came in little unexpected ways. I remember pulling into yoga one day 
and I had just gotten back to work. I was really excited to be able to work again. I remember my first eight hour day back as a lactation consultant in a level four NICU. And I just like cried tears of joy that I made it through the workday without being like, I need to go home. Like I can't be here. I'm too sick. Like I'm too tired. I mean, it's those with chronic fatigue. You understand people are like, huh? And you're like, no, literally, I just can't be awake right now. Like I need to go lie horizontal because my body's shutting down and I made it. I made it through my first eight hour day. And it was like, I think that my first couple weeks back to work, I remember pulling into yoga and there was like this overhang over me. And I just, my body stopped before I heard the, the knowing the voice, it was like, don't pull all the way in. And I was like, so I got out and I was like, mm, look at that parking job. And I was like, someone's definitely going to judge me for this. But I was like, okay, whatever. I'm going to trust it. I'm going to go with this thing up inside of me. And I went into class and I was practicing by the window, right by the parking lot. And I kid you not, in the middle of class, the, the rock cement overhang fell and there were a ton of cars damaged all but mine. And I was like, I walked out and I felt terrible for the people who, who were involved. And I was just like, I'm never not going to trust that voice again. Like it was just the moment. And it felt like a little bit of like a test for me. And so I'm starting to understand my power energetically and my intuition. So that was something that was a little more synchronistic, but like calling things to me, uh, the way I left my job was I, I had this like vision of me hugging my boss and thanking her. And it was like in a year or two and being like, this is what I've built in my business. And that happened in like a month later. But I think the most, the thing that sticks out to me the most was what was happening as I was starting to think of someone who was important in my life. And I was calling them back into my life or a communication or a reconciliation or an exchange with them. I didn't know exactly what I wanted, but I was like, I need to encounter them. There's something that is left undone there that we need to, to discuss. And every time that I like sat in my presence or sat in energy and called them to me, I literally passed them three times driving and we live nowhere near each other, just a couple of days apart. And I just, in that moment, I was like, okay, I do understand energetically how powerful I am and I didn't know what to do with it. And all of us are this powerful, by the way, this isn't something special about me, something different about me. I want to tell you this because if you're struggling with chronic symptoms, autoimmune disease, or you're just a person who, if you're listening to this podcast still several minutes in, like this is for you, your body's lighting up. You're like, oh my gosh, there's something here for me. This is you. And this message is meant to reach you through me. So I started to know things too of like, but I didn't know how I knew them. So there's different kind of clairs. I talk about this in my energy line certification. You can know things, see things, hear things, feel things, taste things, smell things. There's all these different ways. And it was just like, I had this like knowing in me of like, I don't know where it came from. I don't have any evidence to back it up. There's no evidence-based practice article on this, but it was like, I just would know things. And I had told a past partner in my life. I was like, Hey, the police department, I was like, they were ready to sign on. And I, I just, and it was like a huge excitement. It was a big deal. And I was like, Nope, I just had this thing come over me. I remember contacting, um, their grandparent who was super spiritual. And I was like, they will understand. And they were really supportive. They're like, just tell them and let them make them their own decision. And I was like, this, this path isn't for you. And they recognized it, they went with it, and then they went on to be really successful in another industry owning their own business. And so I, I caught on to these little 
instances where I'm like, okay, something in me is happening. And this was just the beginning. So I was still healing with food and people started to come to me for nutrition help. I was starting to see someone would be like, you know, I've had like this thyroid condition for years. And I would, it was like the twilight zone. It was like, and I would start to get really drawn in to their throat. And I would start seeing like what happened to them as a child. Um, sorry, I'm not trying to bring it. There's, I'm getting flashbacks of this woman that I worked with who was severely abused that I did not anticipate. We're not going to go there, but it's just like if that stream of consciousness is always there. Right. And you, these things just come in. Like I'm looking in clients, bodies are talking to them on the phone. And I'm just like, I, I could like see what was in their, in their throat or in their liver, or like their gut, what was being stored there. And before I knew it, I had developed my own energy healing method. And so I be, I began to be so very aware that we are 1000% energy beings. And my healing was everything to do with the energy realm, connecting to it, working with it. I'm like, oh my gosh, if I can like call on people on the highway to like intersect with and us be like, oh my God, why am I keep running into you? Then I'm like, what can I really do with my gifts that could serve humanity? And the more that I worked in the energy realm, the, the more I would look at like the supplements that I still, I put them under the sink. I hadn't thrown them away yet. And I just was like, and these lies about my genetics. And I'm like, what am I doing listening to this crap? Like something is different. So I kept going on my path. I was doing my symptomless protocol, building that. And really as each day went on, following my intuition and my trust and what I found to be right for me and rejecting anything else that any expert was telling me. And miracles started happening around me <laughs> everywhere. I started seeing 1111 and it was just like a joke. It was my own little joke to myself. And I had told one or two friends, I had some friends that had, had been through some spiritual awakening experiences similar. So I could talk to them and there was like YouTube and some people on Instagram. And then I was in my own little world. And I was like, I kept seeing 1111 everywhere. And it was my angels being like my spirit, like, I need you to start this business, Jen. I need you to do this. And, you know, I had the words for the symptomless program, like many, many months before I'd ever started a business. I knew what my blog was called. That was the thing, the catalyst I was seeing. I mean, it, just the things that you feel that you're like, am I crazy? I saw myself on a podcast. I saw like all of these things that I'm doing now I had seen years before. I had heard this is the amount of money you will make two years from now. And that's what happened. And it just was like more money than I ever thought I would even know how to make. And it just, so what I'm saying is trust yourself here. And then, so I've seen 1111 and it just was like ridiculous. Like I'm just like flabbergasted remembering. I'm like universe, you should be embarrassed of yourself. You are just really over the top today. It would be like 3.11 in the afternoon. And I remember sitting in a room charting with other medical professionals. And, and one of the residents came in and he's like, hmm, so weird. This time on this computer is stuck at 11.11. And I was just like, oh my God. <laughs> like just little things like that. Um, or I'd be checking a baby's MRN number and it'd be like 11.11, Like just ridiculous stuff. And I was like, okay, I get it. So I left my job. And that vision that I had seen, I was like, oh, that's like a year or two out came very quickly. I started a business that began to succeed because I kept following the signs. I think I had, when I left my job, 
Well, I know it was, I'm trying to remember the cents, but it was, I had like $1,111 and like 11 cents or like, oh, one, what it was something ridiculous in my bank account. Like I'm telling you, I really didn't have any money. And I was like, I'm going to leave my job and no steady income. And people around me are like, are you sure? And I'm like, I have to, like, it just was this feeling. I talked about it in another episode, but I try to just reduce my hours and I was getting like really violent symptoms. <laughs> and so I followed the 1111. Hey, I totally get it. You've been living with chronic symptoms and inflammation is wreaking havoc throughout your body. You've tried every therapy, every doctor, every supplement, every improvement plan, and you're still suffering with autoimmune disease. If you get nothing else from me in this message, hear me out on this very one thing. Your body can heal. And if you want more, keep listening. I'm Jen. I'm a holistic board certified nurse practitioner. I'm a functional energy medicine practitioner, and I have demonstrated that all disease, chronic and autoimmune begins in the energy field. We're missing a complete system of healing in the medical field today, one that I am here to innovate and bring about. So I'm motivated because I've healed all eight autoimmune and chronic conditions in my own body. And then I went on to get my education as a doctoral candidate in the nurse practitioner program. And I'm here because I'm inviting you to be part of this groundbreaking research. I see what is faulty and ineffective in our medical system, and I've taken the symptomless program that I've created over the years through my intuition, through my own healing. I started working with clients, giving them this protocol. It works. And now we're doing an anonymous research study that I'm inviting 40 women to be a part of. So my passion is life work is to educate women in learning the root cause of their chronic illness conditions and leave the bogus nonsense behind that your body's attacking itself and you just have to live with your genetics forever. This is not true. We can make friends with our body and understand how we arrived at a state of disease from viruses, toxins, bacteria, parasites, trauma, all of this residing within our body. Listen, our bodies, they're not bad. They're not broken. They're not faulty. They're inflamed. They're crying out for help and they can heal. And sometimes this healing looks like a daunting process. And most of the time we just need someone to hold our hand and show us the way. This is what I needed so badly as I navigated through months and months and years of my healing. So now I'm offering you that helping hand. I want to expedite this process. I want you to have a new life in 12 weeks. I want you to completely change what you understand about your body, the tools that you have, heal your body from the inside out, head to toe, top to bottom, and get rid of autoimmune symptoms for good. So if you're ready to truly heal, and I want to invite you to be a part of this autoimmune symptomless healing program where spirit will meet science, a place where my years of clinical experience as a nurse practitioner now meets my doctoral research. And this is going to go hand in hand to change the medical model for autoimmune women. And you get to be a part of something really, really special at a really cheap price. We're never going to be able to offer again because it won't be non-profit research. So if you're interested, check out the information at the link below. And I promise you, if you're wanting to heal symptoms of autoimmune disease for good, this will work. I promise. I tell all my clients that and those who put forth the effort and engagement in the program have never told me that it doesn't work. So join us. Doors close September 15th and we would absolutely love to have you as part of this program. And I do want to mention at this point, all I was doing was the food and the energy part. I, I was just using food as medicine and I'm an advocate for plant medicine, but all I was doing was eating plants. I had no clue about that world. 
yet. And so some of these experiences definitely sound psychedelic. And I just want to make that clarity up front. So this is where it gets spooky, or should I say sacred? So I had two really real life encounters with angels. And then I had a friend who passed. And so here, let me share these stories here. Okay. So let's start with the angels. Oh, um, I was in my kitchen juicing. (laughs) Oh, I spent so much time juicing. It was every hour that I felt like I was wasting my time. I'm like, was so divinely aligned because I had to be in that kitchen and I had to play something. I would, I would consciously choose what I listened to during that time. And it was like, God knew I'm not going to get her to sit down and slow down long enough to like get this information any other way else. So I'm just going to, and juice was really something that was helping me heal. So every day I would make fresh juice. Obviously I don't do it every day and all the things anymore. We talk about all this in the symptoms program, but I was like doing that. That was what was working for me. doesn't work for every client. And I was listening to this documentary on angels and they were saying, you know, everyone has a guardian angel. And I believed that I, I grew up Catholic and I was like, Oh yeah, yeah, I haven't talked to them in a while. And, and before my awareness, it's just been like, angels are all around us. You can pray to them, all the things. And they explicitly said in the documentary, they said, if you ask your guardian angel, their name, they will very clearly show it to you. And I was like, all right, well, I got nothing to lose. So I like paused the documentary paused my juicing and I went in my room and I had just gotten these like new incenses and oils when I was walking around and in, in on my solo trip in this like hippie town. And I was like, Oh, what are these things? These look kind of cool. And I was like burning them. And I didn't know what it, what it meant or what I was doing. It just felt good in my body. So I was like, I'm going to follow this. And I laid down and I, I found some random angel meditation on like Spotify or YouTube. And they were like, and you're going to, you know, your angel's going to give you their name. And, and mine was like, Gabriel, like Gabriel. Well, let me clarify. It's Gabriel, but they came in as Gabriella, which, um, with, you know, I have a degree in Spanish. I go to Mexico all the time. I just was like, okay, not surprised that my guardian angel is Hispanic, but I actually have no, to my awareness, um, Hispanic roots in, in my genetic code. So I just had a good laugh and I was like, whatever. And then the, the meditation was like guiding me through, And they said that you're going to have this encounter or something. I don't remember what the words were, but it was so very clear. I was taken back to third grade in Sunday school and I was looking down at my hands and it was like, I remembered the coloring sheet I was using. I could see who was sitting next to me that in this memory was true. I could see what we were eating. I remembered the smell of the carpet. Like, you know, when you have those memories or those dreams, they're just so real. I was like, well, my body or soul transported to another place in time. So like Jen's physical body was laying on the bed, but I was somewhere else. And I was watching myself stand up. Our, our, we were in third grade Sunday school and our teacher, she was so sweet. She was like, everyone has a guardian angel. And I stood up and I was like, and my guardian's angel's name is Gabriella. And then I sat back down and I wasn't one to speak out of turn. So I remember thinking like, I mean, I was chatty Kathy. I was passing notes and talking to the girl next to me, but I wasn't going to like interrupt class. And I was like, why did I just do that? And then, so I just went back to coloring and never thought anything of it. And I had forgotten about that memory until that meditation brought it up. And I was like, you know what, as a young girl, there is something that children have that they just, they can't filter truth. And I was like, wow. So that was the first one. And I just, I knew, and I was 
reading more about her and I was starting my blog and really working on it at the time. And it was like, you know, those who are writers or speakers or she was saying all on the sources, it was saying all the ways that this particular angel helps someone. And I was like, of course. So then I don't know, maybe a couple of weeks went by and I was out with my friends, um, at some like pubs and I just was like, I wasn't drinking anymore, but I just had this moment of like, what am I doing here? Like, why, like, why am I spending time at these places? Like, it just wasn't feeling in alignment. It wasn't feeling fulfilling for me. And so I told one of my friends, I was like, I kind of want to go home and meditate. And they were super supportive and, um, on my journey and they're like, well, go do it. So I left and I like walked around and I bought this tea. I still, to this day, don't remember what it was, but it was supposed to help with like lucid dreaming and well, it worked. Um, and I went home and I like turned on my essential oils and got all excited for my little routine. And I played a meditation and I fell asleep. And I don't even remember what the meditation was about, but as like right before I fell asleep, I had this moment where I could see like, it's, you know, that lucid dreaming state. So I was like falling asleep and I was in, in front of this huge energy being of like this, it was an emerald green angel. And that's all I knew. And I was like looking at them and I could feel it felt like standing in front of the sun, like the warmth and the energy. And I remember just looking up at them being like, whoa. And I, it was just me and them and this angel, they reached their hand out to me and they were saying, don't, don't, don't be afraid. I think that's what they were going to say. And I shot up out of bed and my heart was pounding my pulse. My heart rate monitor um, was, you know, watch was like skyrocket high. Like I'd just been doing a workout and I reached over to my phone and I Googled Emerald Green Angel and I looked up and it was like Archangel Raphael. And what is crazy about this is that image that Google showed me on random was exactly what I saw in my dream. And I was like, whoa. And then I was learning more Archangel Raphael is, you know, the, there's, there's the Hispanic thread again, <laughs> go figure. Um, you know, the angel of like healing and helping others. And I was really starting to get into my healing work at this time. And so I just was like, okay, well, I think this, um, energetic angel stuff is, there's something to it. Um, and then this is several years later and I'm going to do my best to tell the story. It's not necessarily fresh anymore. And actually I think I might read you guys a poem. So I'm going to try to find it on my phone as I'm talking. Um, it wasn't necessarily, this isn't necessarily fresh, um, but it's still something that, you know, it's personal and it's near and dear. And so I'm just going to start the story and okay, I found the poem. So we're good. My friend that I had grown up with and was a certain kind of special to me. And if you know me, you probably know the story. And if you don't, it's, it's really not relevant. Um, I had so I was pretty much like healed from symptoms of autoimmune disease at this point. And like, I was aware of my gifts and I'd done energy healing and I had like seen things in sessions and, um, in my sessions, it's really important to me with clients to not be the messenger. There's in my method, I help them tap into their soul and their consciousness and their intuition. And they receive, whether it's seeing something, feeling something, hearing something, knowing, smelling, whatever the method is that they are receiving my 
my method is my, my aim is to set them up with that and not just be like, here's what I'm seeing. Here's what I'm feeling for you. There's a lot of research that backs why it's so much more effective for our neural pathways and our limbic system and our reticular activating system to like see it ourselves or see it as we're in the body experiencing it, um, than have someone else experience or tell you. So I was aware that I had some gifts and, and that we all have some gifts, but I like, didn't quite give myself, I think the, I want to say maybe the credit that is probably there. Cause I would always back up what I was feeling or sensing with, I could be wrong. And I still say that, <laughs> but because it's in one of my best teachers, she's an intuitive medium. She said that the energy that we're being given is a hundred percent of the time, right? And even the best energetic intuitives, mediums, whatever word you want to call it, prophets. Um, I have to add this in. I was going to, in Kansas city, um, international house of prayer around the time of that. I was having these angel encounters. I was going to this church that had a prophecy room and I was like, this is like Christian psychics. This is so cool. Cause I was finally finding people who like grew up in the church. Like I did, but were like open to all the things that I was like, I think this stuff is real guys. And I think it's like, God wants us to experience it. And I was going to these, the, this prophecy room and the readings that I had in that room, they were like, you were having an, an extraordinary, you will, or have this ex- spiritual opening experience, this encountering God in a new way. Like they were just spot on about everything that I was going through. Okay. So fast forward a few years later, I'm just doing my thing, energy healing, knowing that I've got some little gifts tucked in my pocket I like to use. And, um, so we, ha- I had a friend who passed away and I found out on, I'm close with this person's family, but I had found out on Facebook. And it was so funny because they posted the time and like the date that this person's had lost their life. And I remember being at my office two days before that being like thinking of my friend being like, well, there, he is just like the most wonderful person. Like, I wonder how he's doing. Haven't talked to him in a while. Oh, that's so great. And like, I mean, his energy as he, I truly believe as he was leaving his body, just like came in and said hi to me when I was working. So they posted about his death and immediately I, um, they posted that like they were in a car accident. I was like, no, Mm-mm. nope, this wasn't an accident. I was like, Mm-mm. nope, nope. And this person had been a client and we'd worked together and they, you know, like they were, they got their health. They were in a good place. Like there, I didn't have any watches or warnings for this person. And I just like had this feeling. And as I'm talking about it, I can feel it. I started to get really angry. My lymph nodes swelled up within. It's so funny too, guys. Like I, this was, I think I'd felt them on like a Monday. They announced it on a Wednesday and I had randomly taken off months before this, this Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I was like, I just need three days off in the summer. I need to take a break. I'm just going to stay home, do my thing. It was the start of this three days off. And I was like, feeling like I had autoimmune disease again, but I wasn't putting the pieces together on my emotions and my knowingness about, and this is my experience. I'm not speaking for the family members, the investigations that went on. I will tell you the investigations were never conclusive. 
Um, I'm speaking from Jen's experience. So if you know this person or their family or you are close to me and you know the story, please just hold that um, with respect and hold their family's thoughts and feelings in this process with the utmost respect. So I am feeling all the things and just like, why does my body have autoimmune disease again? So I go sit in my sauna, my friend's sauna in the basement. And I'm like, all right, this will help. So I'm like sitting down there and I took my journal and I took my cards and I'm just feeling so pissed off. I'm like pissed at my friend. I'm like, how could you do this? You're selfish. Why did you not reach out for help? I was mad. And all of a sudden I just felt like I needed to write. And I was, as I was writing things down, the first things that started to come in was like, I was writing these words, like, I'm not mad at you. And, and I was hearing like, I started to catch on like this, this is a letter. This is for someone. I'm like, this is his girlfriend. I was like, oh, he had a girlfriend. And so in the meantime, a family member of his had reached out to me and, and like, as I'm writing this, sitting in my sauna, I remember being on the phone and she was telling me that she was like, I don't feel like this was an accident. You're the only person I can talk to. And, and we, and she had told me the image that she had of how this happened. And I it was like the same image that I saw involving details of what the road looked like, the way the car maneuvered, all the things. And so I was telling her about this letter. I was like, so I have this, like these words coming out of me and I feel like it's too a significant other. And she had just, she's like, yeah, they, this person has a significant other and they live really far away and this is where they're at, but we don't really have any contact information. And in that moment, I just told him, I was like, um, (laughs) and his name is very divine. So if you, if you know the story, like I was just talking about angels and there's this synchronicity there. Um, so I just said, okay, well, if you really want to say all this stuff and you're really going to pick me and I have to put up with your bullshit, like I was just, I was very angry. Uh, then you're going to have to connect me with this person. And I wish I could make this up. I got done writing the letter and I get out of the sauna and I check my Instagram and this other person had sent me a message and said, I've been following, you know, I haven't followed you, but I've been like looking at your stuff for years. You know, my um, significant other always talks really highly of you. I understand that that you guys knew each other for a long time and I just love your stuff and, and I'm start following you. And I just wanted to reach out. And, and I was like, Oh my God. So I just talked with this. I talked with her and I, I didn't tell her anything of what I was experiencing, but I was just like, you know, where do you live and what's your life like? And I'm so sorry this happened. And I had no idea and all the things. And so I'm off for these three days and I'm like, well, okay. I got this letter that maybe one day I'll give, his significant other. And I remember taking a blanket and going laying out in the sun because I still didn't feel very good. And as I'm laying in the sun, it was like another letter was coming through to a different family member. I think there ended up being like six or seven letters. And I just start writing. And the more I'm writing, the more my body is feeling a lot better. And what I was experiencing looking back was him pressing his energy. Like, I need you to do this, Jen what I tell intuitives and people who are just open channels are just like, I mean, everyone's intuitive, but those of us who are like, I mean, I know what you're talking about, Jen. I have these weird experiences too. I believe that soul spirits, Holy spirit, angels, God put what words you need in there. See that we have our light on, right? And my light was off when I had autoimmune disease, when I was really struggling, my light was off. I've, I've, had I known or consciously thought about it, of course I'd want my light on and to talk and, um, to, you know, to have that exchange with the holy and the spiritual, but my light was off. 
those of us who have these gifts, our lights are on and they're like, oh, I can, I can go through this person to do X, Y, Z or to get to this other person. And so I'm writing all these letters and I'm starting to feel a lot better. And I'm like, I don't know if I'll actually ever do anything with these letters, but I ended up telling their family member that had reached out to me and that I'm close with. And, um, they, that family member asked like, can I read them? And I was like, yeah, I'll show them to you. And I, I did pretty quickly after that, but I'll never forget. Um, so I had these three days off. So on the third day, I felt like these letters were getting to a good place, but I had asked him, my friend who had passed, I was like, I'm going to need for your parents, something so, so specific that, that only like you and they would know, because who's going to buy this? that, you know, your like ex-girlfriend of, from high school is like going to write these letters. And I had a great relationship with this family, but I'm like, come on, like, dude, you got to give me something. I'll get to that in a second. So third day I'm off, I'm driving to go get a massage and I just felt him. I'm like, okay, dude, you're in the car. I feel you. What do you need? And I could feel this energy going in and out of the car and the songs that were coming on were like songs that were like from when we were connected in high school. And I just was like, are you kidding me? And I just was like, you know what, Jen, you're probably making all of this up in your head. And so at that moment, I have a detour to the massage place and I get off on exit 222. And right as I'm getting off, there's this small car that was exactly what he drove that cuts in front of me and on the license plate says the name of his military nickname. And I was like, oh, so now you're trying to run me off the road. Okay. So I just, this is very, his personality too, of like, I'm going to get your attention. I'm, he, he's a very strong personality and I'm going to shake you up because I want you to see this is real. So I go into my massage and I have like the most supernatural experience. He was, I've, I mean, I had my face in the face thing. And I like could see him on the floor and I was like, you're not going to leave me alone. Are you? And he said this like really beautiful thing. I was, I felt like there were more words to his significant other. And so he was giving me those words and he reminded us of our relationship we had when we were 15 and just, it was like really cute. And so I get to my car and, um, my, you know how like your phone just comes on and plays things sometimes when you connect to Bluetooth and the song that came on was without a doubt, uh, the title of what we would say to one another when, when we had a connection. And I just was like, okay. I mean, we had dated for years and years in high school. I was like, okay, I believe it now. So this was in the summer. And so I went home and I finished up the letters and I was like, can you just like help me get this in a good place? And I ended up like having a, I had so many dreams of him and that were very real. And, um, I would tell Jeff and he was super supportive. And I just was like, this is, I mean, this was like the most up close and personal, like otherworldly, um, spirits on the other side encounter I've ever had. And, and I had, I had been used to seeing and feeling spirits in other people's energy healing sessions, but this was just like another level. And so I'm like wrapping up the letters. This is the summertime, have a dream that, um, we were at his funeral and he was there. <laughs> Just so funny how they like to do things. And I remember in the dream, they were like asking people to come up and say something. And, and he like had like, kind of like marched me up there. And I was like, interesting. And oddly enough at the funeral, you know, I'm sitting towards the back with a family member of his and, and my family. And, um, 
I don't remember what they said or who was talking, but they're like, is there anyone else? Like particularly someone from like a childhood that would want to come up and just was like this, this, like in a movie, just everyone's heads turn and they look at me not, and I don't even think it was a conscious thing. And I was like, and so I had got up and just shared my experience of not about the letters, obviously, but as I was driving to their funeral, I just felt again, like they were in the car. I drove around. It was like early and I felt like he was in the car with me, taking me all these places we used to go and all these memories. And it just was so tangible. I was like, you are here with us. And that was essentially the message that I shared of like the connection with, you know, our loved one that is now on the other side is like right there. So let me get back to these letters. So I wrote them in the summer and then my body calmed down and I realized I didn't have autoimmune disease again. I just had energy moving through me. And, um, his birthday is in the fall, like very late fall, almost winter. And his family member that I'm close with was like, we should go see his family. And I was like, okay. And I was like, do you think I should bring the letters? And she, and she was like, yeah. So in the letters I had asked him, I was like, you're going to have to give me something so specific that only your parents would, your parents would just be like, it could only come from you. And so in his mom's letter, there were two things. And one of them was, he said, you know, there's like a, a like a, a memorabilia item, like a, some, I think maybe he said baby, I don't remember word for word, but there's an item in the right top drawer of your dresser, blah, 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 blah. She read the letter. She went into her room. She's like, I put this here two days ago. I wrote the letter in August. This was almost winter time. And she was like, I put this here two days ago because I was missing him and it was a baby shoe. And that she was like, I don't under, and I was like, I don't know. I don't write the book on the universe. This is just what he had written. And in the second part, he had um, described and encouraged her about this property she was looking at. I mean, details of like the yard, the house, the way because of him, she would be able to, to access it, all the things. And it was just like a few months after that she had bought, it was, I mean, she had already been looking at it, like closed on it. Like that was the house that came to fruition. So that's when I was like, okay, I can start to trust this a little bit. And his dad's, his dad's information in the letter was a little bit more personal. Um, so I'll just say it was, it was very synchronistic. And I was like, okay, I think maybe I can start to trust these gifts a little bit. Um, I can, I can start to make friends with this and not just feel like a weirdo. And cause I'm still not even like, I use the words intuitive medium, but I'm still, those don't even like feel like what it is to me. Uh, I don't think we have words. I don't, I think it's really hard to put words to the energetic. And I just know that like one of the gifts God has given me is to help people be connected to their loved ones because of my super freaking sensitive body can pick up on the slightest thing. Um, I think we're always getting messages all the time, but like, I mean, even just talking about this has like activated a lymph node a little bit. I mean, and honestly, it's probably because I'm like terrified to share it, but I know this in my spirit, it's like this message has to get out. So why do I want you to know this? When we heal our bodies of autoimmune disease and chronic illness, we have to change our frequency because disease lives at a certain frequency, right? And it's 
the only way to describe this is to make it seem metric and physical and linear, but I promise you it is not. You cannot like grind an A plus B equals C your way through healing. That's why the symptomless program exists because you have to be really guided through that process or just really listen to your intuition, right? So when we change our frequency to heal, to get out of disease, something alchemical and energetic starts to happen in our body and healing and miracles exist at a different wavelength than disease. So as you're healing, and if you feel like God's not with you when you're, when you're at the depths of your symptoms, it's because your body, remember like the light being on, like there's a disconnect there and it's nothing you're doing and it's not your fault. And God actually is right there and your angels and your spirit guides and your loved ones and the Holy spirit, like everything is right there. It just, you're in a, a energetic state that makes it so hard to feel it. So that's when we just kind of like kind of put our boots on, pull up the bootstraps, start doing the things to shift our, our frequency, literally how fast our cells vibrate under a microscope. We become a magnet for miracles. We discover we have gifts and it looks different for everyone. I have, I have a client who talks to trees and she's really good at it. Um, some people see auras or I remember when I was learning more about this through one of my teachers. It, it doesn't happen all the time anymore, but as I was learning about auras, I started to see them and I started to see mine in the mirror and just like funny little things, um, physical touch, healing, channeling angelic messages, seeing spirit babies around people, their unborn children, talking to pets, talking to trees, anything where an energetic connection is required is very possible as you heal your body. So maybe that inspires you. Maybe it terrifies you, but either way, I just want you to know that there's so much more to this healing journey than having like a perfect CRP level or reversing your Hashimoto's antibodies or whatever it is. Like you have gifts. And nowadays, so you're like, well, what do you do with yours, Jen? So, I mean, most of the time I'm looking at people's blood work and, you know, we're doing, we're helping them heal from autoimmune. Sometimes I'm doing like peptide, biodentical conversions, like, you know, my everyday life and my one-on-one -on -one medical consultations with clients. Every now and again, there'll be like a grandmother that comes through to, you know, help titrate a hormone dose or a spirit guide or an angel that's audibly guiding um, me to say like, there's a relationship that needs mending, like the shoulder pain, this inflammation, there's something there. And then of course, some people are like, I want to do the energy healing. And I offer the one-on-one -on -one sessions for people in the symptomless program. Um, so see the show notes general for that, or for fun, like I'll go live on Instagram on a Sunday night and do these intuitive medium. I mean, tell me if you have a better word for it, readings, connecting them with loved ones and messages and only positive things come through because that's, that's my rule with the other side as I'm like, Hey guys, um, I'm only here for, to offer positive light. And, and yeah, and I do offer, it's kind of like my little, not so secret hobby anymore. Now that's on the podcast, but if you go to my website, I do offer readings. Um, there's, I'll put the link to book because honestly, some of those readings, what's been really cool. Like there's no coincidences is I could say the last handful of readings that I've done have brought up medical things in someone that have led them into their healing. And now they've been clients and are just on like, they're like on a fertility journey. They're having babies getting pregnant or they've reversed different disease processes in the body. And I will always say this because this is the true truth. As you discover your gifts and I have mine, remember, it's just like divine energy working through you. It's not us. Like as humans, this meat suit, it's not that powerful. It's we're a channel, we're a vessel, and we have a co-creation part in that. And so our gifts are here to serve us. They're here to serve others. So healing our body unlocks these gifts. 
So heal your body, shine your light, spread your gifts. I promise you the world literally is waiting and needs you to heal, my friend. It's about so much more than you. Yes, the reason we need to start is so that we can feel better and get back to our lives. The messages and the the healing that has come through me, that is not mine, that God's like, oh, her light's on. Go ahead. Just spirit, enter there. But the, I've, the people I've seen heal because I was like, all right, y'all, y'all show up for this. I mean, I just, I don't know, even in my own family, my dad's story, like, I don't know where a lot of us would be if there wasn't this domino effect. And there were the people before me that chose to heal and step into this and share their information and share their light. It's about so much more than the physical, but we have to start. And if you need help getting started, I'd love to invite you to be a part of my symptomless healing program. So after September 15th, the doors will close. It won't be this super special and honestly like super discounted rate. Um, So if you're listening to this podcast before September 15th of 2023, then definitely check out the show notes link, sign up for that, join us. Spaces are limited. But if it's after, it's going to be my my standard one-on-one or current offering. I will always offer my symptomless program because I know it's part of my soul's work that I'm here to do. So thank you for allowing me to be vulnerable, to go to some places and share a little bit about my stories. I mean, I could spend an hour on each story, but you get the gist, you get the synchronicities, you get that these crazy things started happening in my life as I healed my body. And I think they're there. I think I had these kind of encounters before, but I just, I didn't have my light on. So I didn't, I wasn't able to understand it, access it. And I want to invite you to heal your body as well. So check out those show note links. And in the meantime, subscribe to the show, leave a five-star review. If it's something that's really changing your life and uplifting you every week, we so appreciate it. This is how we're able to do a podcast is through your engagement, your leaving of reviews, and it helps this message reach millions of women around the world who really need it. So thank you for being part of my family, my healing community, and a place where we can get together every week. And I'll see you next week. Hey guys, real quick, I signed off and realized that I didn't read you the poem. So here it is. This is the poem that was compiled from all of the letters after I'd written the letters from our loved one. Um, he, he rounded it out. He put a bow on it with this poem that I think has a message for all of us. The poem is titled, I Went So That You Could See. And he talked a lot about um, why you know, some people, there's a really beautiful way. He, he said to me, I knew I would go. I knew it from a young age and I knew that I had work to do on the other side. And so if you need mental help or you're considering you have a plan harming your own life, please seek help. And for those who are struggling with losing a loved one in this way, sometimes what I have learned in my experience is once in a while they feel called to their work on the other side. So his poem, I went so that you could see a poetic message to all of Angel's loved ones. I went so you could see earth is my temporary home. Universal love is within you. Kindness is all we have. I went so you could see war does not have to be the answer. Forgiveness heals all wounds. You are gifted beyond measure. I went so you could see you never lose someone. You learn to connect in a new way. The divine plan is greater, higher. Tragedy brings families together. I went so you could see that I loved you too much to stay. Thank you for listening.